Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. Hey, it is the uh, um, what is it? The eighteenth uh, or nineteenth of March, sorry, February, somewhere in there. And we have got a great guest for you today. He is a musician. He's also an entrepreneur. He's got a business that he's operating, and uh, he's got a brand new CD out. Which, God willing, and the creek don't rise, we're going to be able to play here in a few minutes. And I'd like to welcome to the program a gentleman by the name of Flav Beats. Flav, how are you today? I'm doing well, Kevin. Thank you so much for having me here. Oh, you're welcome. Now, what part of the world are you at today? I'm in Georgia. Oh, beautiful, beautiful area, I think, except they got snakes and spiders there. (laughs) And alligators, too, don't you? Yeah. What about you? I'm in Seattle, Washington. We got none of that. We're, that's, which, which is why I live here, because spiders and man, I know I'm not. I'm not good at that. So, and it's also real humid down there uh, in the summertime when it can be 95 degrees and the humidity is 90 percent. Um, it's 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 kind of tough. How long have you lived in Georgia? Well, Georgia has been uh, just a couple of years now. Um, I'll give it about two going to three. And it feels really, really good because there's a lot of potential. People don't see it. People ask, oh, Georgia, I don't know. But I think it just depends on what you want for yourself and how you want to just explore. Because that way you're able to be yourself. Like you're in Seattle because you want to be there, you know. (laughs) So it, it just makes sense. Oh, absolutely. Now, you are a musician, first and foremost, and you've been, how long have you been uh, uh, making records and, and CDs and such? Well, my first record was in 2005, so it's been a long time, and I definitely haven't been just doing it off the bat. I started actually when I was the drummer at the age of six. I was self-taught, so, you know, just picking up the sticks, drumming in the church, just being a very good old fellow, <laughs> you know, and just being someone that's really, really nice and being a lad, someone that's just learning, taking notes, and, you know, just being appreciated for people around because you don't know who's going to help you. So I was just doing that, you know, enjoying myself. And then my dad was like, okay, let's take you in the studio. He's a musician too. So I played the drums and I just decided to enjoy music. So I started taking up floppy disks, CDs, you know, playing with different boxes, just learning the art of music at a young age. And then eventually I picked it up and now it's a professional thing that I want to take on. And there's much more to it, but that's the surface. All right. So you're going to have to explain to me, first of all, as a drummer, I don't, I've tried this and it doesn't work for me. How do you get your hands to work independent of one another and then to get your feet to work independent of those and then to sing on top of all that? How do you make that? That is quite a skill. I can't imagine having, being able to do that. How, How did you, did it take you a while to pick that up and to learn it? I believe for me, it wasn't that long, honestly, because it was something I was actually enjoying. And when I started it, it was just fun. It was, for me, it was a hobby. I didn't really think about the, the ones and the twos and the, the notes, the musical notes. I was just thinking about the sound and what am I bringing out from the sound. So eventually I started doing it by myself. I used to have a really big problem with 
playing one hand and hitting the other leg so it's not you know like just like he said yeah it was that was like the biggest hurdle for me and once i was able to pass that hurdle because i was practicing every week it became normal but it took a while i didn't say it just happened of course practice makes perfect so i was definitely doing that and i'm still doing that but it's now better than of course how it was when i first started Oh, that's awesome. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you're joining us now on the podcast, uh, this is a live presentation. And so you can go to my comment or you can go to comments. If you have a question uh, for Flav and we can talk about it, then we can ask him the question via uh, comment screen. Or if you've got something you'd like to say. And by the way, we are going to play his hot, 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 brand new CD or, 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 or um, um, video that has just come out and uh i listened to it it's, it's quite interesting it's it's really cool i love the premise of it what so for our audience what is the premise of the lyrics of the video what are you trying to say here so out of this video it, it really talks about the person themselves like if you look at yourself as a person that enjoys love that enjoys being in the presence of your friends that actually wants to work and and you're being in the spotlight at the same time everybody wants to feel good for example i was a prom king in my freshman year so that was like a, a big thing i was like why why me out of everybody so i had that confidence in playing the drums in front of thousands and thousands of people sometimes hundreds of people sometimes i'm just in the room by myself it was just areas that i was like let me just actually show how mature my music can be and in the message of the song is talking about how you can be able to take your time to do things right because when i said i'm not, i don't want to be a player of course people are playing games people are playing you know catch people are playing tag There's so many things you can put it in any context that you want by the end of the day the bottom line is when you make an effort to do the right thing you're always going to get something good back Oh, that's a that's a great message. That's a great message. So so I am in error then because most of the um, how, first of all, how would you describe your your music, your style? Well, <laughs> I can't box my style, honestly, because as a drummer, I play different styles from jazz to pop rock and I play different genres. So as a drummer, I take that into my music and I call it just it's music, but definitely it's conscious music that you're able to think about the words and think about the lyrics. Also, there are tones of gospel, you know, tones in there. And it's very, very strong on message, but at the same time, it's strong on melody. So when you combine those two together from an Afrobeat perspective or from a hip hop perspective or from a pop perspective, you're going to feel some type of way. Like when you hear that violin, you feel something. So I'm very musical with my art. So I don't really want to box it in, but I'm definitely within the hip hop and Afrobeat area exactly now now i had the uh, mistaken impression obviously that hip-hop hip-hop was a lot more um uh, the lyrics were more i uh, negative and that that sort of thing your lyrics were very positive of what you of what you do so it's a style of music but it's you do it differently than a lot of folks that that that, that quite frankly i've had guys i had a musical program one time and uh, the board operator was very well aware of hip-hop and i didn't really understand the the code words that were involved with what the gentleman was saying and he said and my board up said because this was an over-the-air radio station and he said there is absolutely no way we can play this on the air uh, and 
<laughs> because of the lyrics that he was using and it was not it was not uplifting it was not positive so i'm glad that you're taking that road to do an uplifting thing and to, and to do it positively when did the when did the uh, uh video come out the video actually came out on february 13 uh, 11 oh. <laughs> and and <laughs> you know every student every college student knows 11:59. so it's like very i wanted to make it so like sudden and then at the same time so sophisticated but simple so that when you're actually watching the video you can replay it and it's not something that you think about too much you just enjoy the video you don't want to think oh what is he saying what is he doing you can understand that through the video through the song you can feel warm i feel warm when i listen to the song because the music is very subtle and at the same time it has a message and especially with what's going on, especially with last year, the song is kind of like reassuring that things are going to be okay. You know, things are going to be fine. And at the same time, you're going to actually uplift yourself, but you got to work for it. You can't just sit down and be like, oh yeah, it's going to come to me. It's not going to come to you. It's just not going to happen. So you have to be very practical about it. But the video took a while to get done. The song took about even a longer time to get done. I got that track. First of all, shout out to Mickey Goom. He was a producer of that and he sent it to me and I have a couple of other producers. I also produce music myself, like I have been, but I like to work with other producers because I just don't like to have my own sound. I like to explore, experiment, understand what other people are doing with their sound and then I'm able to take that in. It's more like Kanye, you know, when he just takes a beat, Timbaland takes a beat, Pharrell takes a beat, Rick Rubin takes a beat, all those kind of people, they have those styles that you can see, okay, this is not just a loop. This is an actual musical piece. This is a record. So that's how I want to take my music and I take it seriously. So I definitely go into the details of it. I added the violin last. There was a bass guitar right before it. And you, you have to literally listen to this on probably a sound speaker, <laughs> a surround system, so that you can really feel the music go deep. Well, what's pretty cool about uh, doing these podcasts is that most people will have either earbuds or they'll have headsets on when they're listening. So I'll tell you what, um, and this is the disclaimer that I have to give. Now, this is the first time. Now, this is a new uh, feature of um, uh, StreamYard and that we can actually share from my computer a MP4 file, and uh, it can be done in its entirety. So theoretically i haven't tested it yet and i haven't done it yet so we're just going to go ahead and and uh and and see if if this will if this will work and if not i'll be i'll be back sooner than i would like to be but uh, um we're gonna this is this is uh flav beats and this is and the name of the song again is the name of the song is no more believe me no more believe me i i like that all right well we're gonna we're gonna give it a shot right here and and see if if this will work so That's what I'm on. I don't wanna be a player no more. Believe me. 
I don't wanna be a player no more. I'm on Jay Faji, that's what I'm on. I don't wanna be a player no more. I'm on, I'm on a degree that I've never been. Got a body on my side, she's a 10 or 20. Put my problems to the side, that's a landslide. Only God can keep us alive. Yeah, one time for the city, two, two time for who with me. Three time we don't play that simple play, we know they play play. Girls just came to slay slay, casting for that on the red play. Shout out Fante, Ray Ray. Hold on your protect, like Patel. Whoa, girl don't lie to me, I can tell. Oh, show me what you got, this what you ask. Those dubbies I'm a chief, a king I believe, a throne I perceive, a harvest I see, I got on my knees and ask God please. Reading my proverbs and learning 31 ways, staring at people giving them 31 shades, stack up every dollar and make some more. I will never live the game halfway through. That's what an achievement, that's what losers do. I'm a winner, that's how it's going. That's what I'm on. I don't wanna be a player no more. Believe me. Put on your protect like Patel. Whoa, girl, don't lie to me. I can tell. Oh, show me what you got. This what you ask for. Put on your protect like Patel. Whoa, girl, don't lie to me. I can tell. Oh, show me what you got. This what you ask. And that is Flav Beats, and that is his song again. The title is No More Believe Me. <laughs> no More. And by the way, we did it. It worked. I've, I'm impre- so impressed with uh, with our ability to make that happen. That, that was awesome. That was a great song. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. What kind of response have you got so far? Honestly, the, all the genuine feedback I've been getting has been... <sighs> It's been so good that I don't even understand how, you know, sometimes when you drop something and you're like, oh, I don't know what people are going to think. That's when you should really be sure that something is about to happen that's good for you. If you already know the outcome, then there's no surprise. So it was something that happened for me that I said, okay, let me just pray about it, put it out there, see what it happens. We'll see what happens. Because I released the EP last year, September 25th. If you check out Flav Beats on all digital streaming platforms, you'll see that. And I dropped the track, and that was the last track of the EP. And that's a sequel, because it's called Road to Universal 2. So there's a one. But I was like, before I drop a video in any of my catalogs, let me drop the last song that I recorded that I was able to put out in the catalog. And when I did that, I'm going to be going backwards, and I'm also going to have you know new music coming out very soon. But because my music has not been really heard that much, because I'm now taking it professionally, now it's like I got to do it justice. I got to do the right thing so that it can actually get the right result. So it actually, it's funny because I should have done this video last year, 
but that didn't happen. Of course, the circumstances happened and I was okay about it because I don't rush into things clearly. <laughs> so I definitely take my time to plan into what I'm doing and how I'm able to put it out there because once it's out like that, it's out. You know, people are going to think about this 20 years later, 30 years later, this is going to be a throwback. So I have to be better than my last project, but I had to be standard enough to say, this is what I'm bringing to the table because you could watch any other video on YouTube. You could watch any other video on your TV, but if you choose to watch this twice, three times, then I'm actually saying something of importance. So I really, really appreciate all the feedback I've been getting emails. I've been getting calls. I've been getting FaceTime videos. I've been getting all kinds of things like, Hey, this is dope. I didn't know. First of all, I don't even be wearing suits. I don't wear suits out that much. So for you to see me in a suit, it's like, wow, you really took it there. So, so that was the idea. I wanted to bring that element of surprise because not everyone has seen me in a suit, not being a prom king or not in a business meeting, but you've not seen me like that. So this was a way to really bring out that professional, that gentleman approach and that sound. So that was the idea. So that you only wear a suit when either you're going to your own wedding or a funeral. Is that, <laughs> is that pretty much it? <laughs> well, you can say that weddings um business meetings events celebs everything positive vibes pretty much for me because 365 you know you're able to express yourself well and with suits you know you look you look the part you know you can have a fashion show you can look good so i definitely know the different types of suits and all that kind of stuff but i was like let me just drop a little bit in the ocean so that you know people can can feel <laughs> a little bit some waves yeah <laughs> By the way, we do have some comments that have come in, and uh, um, Susan says, "I got my speakers with extra bass plugged in," and and then uh, somebody else uh, uh, audition videos. I don't know who that is. Uh, said they love this, and so it it was, it's it's great. So let's let's talk about. And by the way, what we're going to do? I just made this executive decision because I can. <laughs> is that we're going to play this as we leave the show today. Uh, we'll play the video again on our way out. So if you missed it or want to hear it again, we'll play it at the end of the, at the end of our time together. Is that all right with you? Awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, that's, that's, that's cool. And uh, um, so let's talk about your business because you're also an entrepreneur. What are you doing? Yes. So as an entrepreneur, um, the, the name of the business is working play entertainment. And what we do is that we specify on creating experiences for people and building their brands through digital marketing, local SEO, and anything that's dealing with omni-channel marketing, because we realize that there are so many social media platforms, including Clubhouse, and there are so many things that are coming out, but you can't keep up because there are so many. So you only need a couple, and we're able to now help you through and understand this is your audience, this is your need, this is your offer, this is your branding statement, and we're able to do that across the board. So we deal with fashion. I also got my merch over here. So if you go to playinc.online forward slash shop, you can see all the merch that we have there, amazing quality products. And at the same time, we like to give back. So in terms of music, in terms of fashion, in terms of digital marketing, we're in the entertainment space. Well, that's, that's really cool. So I have been in the process of trying to figure out the marketing. And I ended up having to go uh, because I don't understand, what is it, S-E-O, um, I don't understand uh, uh, meta tags. I don't understand how to uh, Google uh, the analytics works that you can get to where you need to be on Google because they apparently they keep it a secret from us and then they and then they change it from time to time. So I applaud what you're doing because I don't know how 
a guy like me, see what I do is I do podcasts. I've been doing, I do like 10 of these a week okay. and, uh, and preparing for them and, and talking to the great people like you and, and then editing them and putting them up. That's a full-time job all by itself. I don't have a lot of time to market what I'm doing, even though it is, um, um, something that I really should be doing because a lot of people would benefit from hearing people like you. Thank you. And, uh, so, but it's, it's very hard to do. So I applaud you being out there and do, working the digital world with people to help them figure out how to best to market themselves and, uh, brand themselves. You know, it, it, it's funny. Um, when I first started doing this in 2002, I was on a, at a radio station in Seattle. And one of the guys that was on another radio station, with they had like five in the same building, and he came to me in a great big deep voice, and I and I and he was a disc jockey in the afternoon, and I said, "Well, what would you suggest that I do um, to get my name out there?" And he says, "Well, what you got to do is branding. Branding is the key." So I I so that's that's kind of what you're after, isn't it? Is to is to develop people's brands so that they know, so that people can identify with them. Correct, exactly. And when they're able to identify with their their brands and their their mission statement, definitely, you know, because we go by what they do. So if you have a mission statement and a vision statement that is clear to you as a message, then we can help you repurpose that message in the simplest way form possible, by the same way, the most complex way possible for you to stay competitive. So let me ask you, uh, just because I have you here and I get to be selfish for just a moment. <laughs> um, my, my, uh, the name of my, uh, uh, podcast is my independence report and the tagline is declaring my declaring freedom from hate division and fear. And which is, which is, is that, is that a good tagline? Is that a good title? Am I, am I kind of on the right track or do I need to, you know, get the shovel out and dump it all? <laughs> no, you're definitely on the right track. You're definitely on the right track, but it also applies to what you're also feeding that content with. Because when people search for those words, when you have things on your, you know, your pictures, your videos, your your text descriptions, your hyperlinks, those things people are going to be following. So if you're able to do that as consistently as possible with being the person in that deep blue ocean strategy model, then people will come to you for that. And it takes time. I won't say like, oh, yeah, I'll do SEO today and tomorrow I'm a millionaire. That doesn't work. It takes time because every day things are changing. But once you're part of the process, once you're part of the movement, once you're able to say that this is my goal, this is my target, this are my people, this is my audience, this is my tribe, this are my loyal fans, then you can do anything online to retain that audience engagement because at the end of the day, communication is two-way. So if you're not able to make that communication forward and they don't understand you, they're going to leave. They're going to go to the next podcaster. They're going to go to the next YouTuber. But if you're able to keep them in for the first five minutes, first 10 minutes, engage with them, have a way of maybe getting their email addresses, maybe have a way of sequencing them into the model, maybe even calling one of your fans in, your top fans of the year, and then build that engagement. Make sure it's user-generated content. Before you know it, you're going to have an audience that shows interest in what you do and then you'll be seeing what they do because now it's shared effort, it's shared benefit. But that takes time. And of course, definitely using SEO with your blog articles, making sure that your YouTube videos are tagged to your website. You can be able to do those things efficiently. And of course, using some SEO tools and services, you can definitely get there because resources are all over the internet. They're all over the internet, but you just need to know where to go to, how to get there, who's looking for them in the first place. 
And then for example, you can say my independence report and somebody else says independence report. Those are two key search terms. Those are two broad phrases, but those two have two different audiences. And it's funny because one has the, the, one, the other one doesn't have the, but both of them have completely different audiences and different model systems. So it's just to identify what you're doing and you're doing the right thing because the longer it is as a, as a keyword, the better it is for you for the business because people can find those words in between your descriptions. You know, I was, I was uh, just one more thing and then I'll move. By the way, I, I got to tell you, you're pretty damn smart. I had no idea. Uh, <laughs> so that's, that's really cool. I, if, if somebody wants to uh, market themselves, how would they get a hold of your group? Oh yeah. If you want to get a hold of me, if you want to reach out to me, you can go to my website, which is online forward slash we don't play. And Actually, let me not use that one, in forward slash webinar, because if you use forward slash webinar, um, you can be able to get, the We Don't Play is for the podcast station. That's why I confused that one on the same podcast. So I went podcast mode. But if you go to playinc.online forward slash webinar, and you pick a date and a time, you can be able to get in there because actually we have a Pinterest marketing class that is going on right now. And we're able to help people understand what Pinterest is because YouTube is there, Google is there, Pinterest is there, but at the same time, you need to know what you're using these platforms for. So you can go to the website and reach out to me, or you can send me an email, which is at info at playinc.online, and you can be able to reach out to me. And I'm very pretty much accessible, even on social media. Go to my Instagram, which is Beats, which is also you know down here on the screen. If you reach out to me, send me a DM, I can definitely send you a call. We can have a private session and discuss, because I also know that the future of business is private. And I definitely do not want to, you know, stumble that. So definitely you can reach out to me through these platforms. And yeah, we don't play the station for the podcast station. Oh, that's that's really cool. So congratulations. You not only have a business that uh, I got to believe is going to flourish if it hasn't already. And also a musician and uh, you're building you're building your own brand. So that's pretty awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Really appreciate that. And uh, that's so. Where do you see yourself going as a musician from here? What are you going to do next? That's a very good question. I feel like I've been doing music for such a long time. You know, when someone says, "Well, you just started, you just blew up," nah, I didn't just blow up. I, I I actually planned, and I can't plan everything. But the most that I've done is to perfect my art, and I still have much more room to go. I still have much more things to cover. I'm not there yet. I can't say, "Oh, I've made it. I'm at the top of the mountain." No. I'm actually building that as I go, but down the line, I'm seeing myself as someone who is actually going to be inspirational to other people, bringing other artists up. I love live instrumentation, so it's not just about what's in the studio. I actually love music, so it's a God-given talent. I don't know where it's going to take me, but I know I'm just going to keep working hard. <laughs> I'm going to keep working smart and still retaining good quality music because sometimes when you get to the top, you change your music, you change your rhythms, and people don't really like you because you're not the same person they liked the first time. So you just have to evolve and be true to yourself, number one, and definitely give back what people actually loved you for in the first place. There, For the, anybody who thinks that there is a flash in the pan or somebody just, he came out of nowhere, where did he come from? And all of a sudden he's a big hit. There is no friggin' such thing. Everybody works there ass off to get the, what they want to get done done even even the best in my opinion by the way because i'm older than you the best rock band in the world the beatles yeah. uh, they, they formed in 58 
and they got some success in 62, but in 60 and 61, they were working six, six to eight hours a night, six days a week in Hamburg, Germany, playing continually and that's how they got their chops to be able to go to do what they ended up doing but they worked they they worked hard every day to perfect their craft and and uh, so when people said they were they just came out of nowhere nobody comes out of nowhere they they work really hard at it like you're doing and, and you've got your head on straight and you're doing the right thing i do did want to before we get off of the podcasting and and the marketing thing i just wanted to ask you one more time yeah because i've been doing this about 18 months uh, and the, the podcast, which has turned into a video cast, which is now a podcast, video cast, and and on social media, and uh, I've had I have had about twenty two thousand downloads. How am I doing? You are doing them in eighteen months. <laughs> in, in eighteen months, yes, sir. You are definitely scoring records. You're shooting baskets. You're just throwing buckets right in there. <laughs> You're doing an amazing job, Kevin. Well done. That's that's beautiful because. Consistency is key. You know, if you're able to relay that information, people are going to drive on to you. And, you know, you already have a video cast, you have an audio, put that together, put that into a blog format, send your email list, regular updates. You're doing that. You're doing a service to your community. And that is the greatest thing you can ever do because people are learning from you. They're taking notes. They're applying it to their daily lives and they're changing. They're getting better just because they listen to your advice, because they listen to your story. So I don't take anybody's story for granted. Everybody's unique. And I just love people. Well, you, it, it comes across very clearly that you are a people person. You're a positive person. And that's, I am so glad Tracy had you be our first one. By the way, I need to get this out. That Tracy uh, is uh, Lamori uh, um, Media. And she and I are working together on Fridays, and and uh, uh, Flav is the first one of her stable, if you will, to come on uh, to the show. That we're gonna every Friday, we're gonna have either one or two of of her people, and I've only asked her to bring me positive people now she's real positive herself and she only works with real positive people herself so i feel pretty comfortable with her entire group and but she's every friday afternoon from noon and it might be noon and two and four depending we will have different different folks come on the on the uh, podcast and uh, talk uh, about what they do and how they're impacting the world in a positive way um by the way i wanted to ask you you don't sound like you're from georgia originally where are you from originally yeah, I'm originally from Nigeria, and I grew up also in Kenya as well. So I've had a lot of diversity. And schooling-wise, I, you know, my my elementary school was in a British curriculum school, so I did with Cambridge. It was all this different accents that were just going around. <laughs> so if somebody even listens to me, they'd be like, "Where are you from? Are you Kenyan? Are you Nigerian? Are you American? Are you British? Where are you from?" So even my fiance just says that I have a blend of accents. So it's really it's really a good thing to be unique, but at the same time, it's because of where I've been and who I've talked to that I've been able to build this sound, if you want to call it a sound. <laughs> well, I, I think we can call it a sound. I think we can call it a good sound, quite frankly. Um, yeah. Question question for you about Kenya. I have a good, <laughs> I have a good friend of mine that came from Kenya, okay. and he was actually the son of the chief of a village. Now, that's not as it sounds as it seems, because he was the son of the chief of the village. Then his particular village, every morning they had to get up and walk six miles to get water. 
and then they would go home and uh, and get water. As a matter of fact, he's he's over here now. He's gained a little bit of weight. When he went back to Kenya, his mom didn't recognize him. She oh, didn't. <laughs> but, but I wanted to ask you because he's told me on several occasions that in his in his uncle's house in Kenya they have a pet cobra. Is that possible? Well, honestly, I I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't have a pet cobra, you know. But <laughs> I th I think he's full of full of hooey is what I think he is because that's have extremes. <laughs> He knows he knows how 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 frightened I am. Not frightened, but how how much I don't want to be around snakes, especially a cobra. So he probably yeah, because he was telling me yeah, the cobra comes sit on my lap and everything. I was like, no way. <laughs> anyway, I, I I think he's I think he's full of hooey, but uh, uh, he swears he swears. But in in any event, it's it's great it's great to have you here, and uh, um. And I, I have thoroughly enjoyed it. And we're not done yet, but to, by any means. But let's get your personal information out one more time. Okay. So what do you want to know? I want to know how to get a hold of you so that you can market the hell out of me so that I can be famous. Okay. Definitely what I would say, the first point of contact you can actually do is actually send me an email, which would be through info at P-L-A-Y-I-N-C dot online do that, do that a little slower and so somebody's somebody's grabbing a pencil so they can write that down okay, info at play which is p-l-a-y then i-n-c dot online o-n-l-i-n-e so when you send me an email there you can be able to reach out to me if you don't have a brand if you're thinking about logos if you're thinking about creating that brand for yourself and you're just starting you can go to the same website which is play dot online forward slash branding. When you do forward slash branding, you'll have a survey. You'll be able to go through the survey. And once you complete the survey, we're going to have a talk and we're going to talk about what you wrote. And then we can see how to get you to the next step. Perfect. That, that, that is just awesome. So how long did it take you? Cause that's it. Oh, by the way, I wanted to ask you, that is a very nice looking young lady. That's in the video. Is, is she connected to you somehow? Yeah, she's my fiance. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was some connection there. Um, um, how long did the video take to produce? The video took, it took a night. It took a night to produce. <laughs> what? It took a night? It took a night. I remember so well what happened. And But in terms of the production, it took a night. But in terms of the practice, the, the meetings, it took about a year. So that one night was equated to one year of one year of planning because I'm also a screenwriter. You know, I also did that with my bachelor's at communication arts, and I also have a master's degree in entertainment business and an MBA. So I'm able to understand the difference between the science and the art of business in line with music. So I was able to talk with my producers, I was able to talk to my engineers, just my team pretty much, and just understand what is my sound, what is what am I trying to bring to the world now. So we took different meetings. Sometimes it was overnight 3 a.m. calls. <laughs> just random late night probably i would say like this late nights early mornings not you know not missing a beat not missing a skip making sure that everything is down to t even the timing that it took in the production took a long time to make in that same night because we had to do a lot of takes we had to do a lot of things there was actually even much more that i wanted to do in that video but i was like nah let me just give you guys a little bit of a 
a piece of the puzzle, you know, because there's still much more that I have that is not even there. This video is pretty much like the launching pad. Speaking of much more than than uh, than you've let it, let us know so far, what what degrees do you have again? <laughs> I have a bachelor's in communication arts, and then I also have an elective with peace and conflict, and I also have an entertainment business master's degree with an MBA as well. Holy crap! You've been busy. How long did the, how long how much schooling does that all add up to? Uh, I would say it all adds up to, it started around <laughs> a good 10, 11 years. Yeah, I was going to say, you probably don't want to know. <laughs> you add it up, because that's a long time. Yeah. Well, you did you did phenomenally well. And, and I, I sense that you're going to be, you're going to have quite a career. Um, does anybody ever call you Quincy? No. That's an honor. <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> Quincy Jones, you're, you're familiar with who that is? Yeah, Quincy Jones, Michael Jackson thriller. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> someday, someday you keep you keep working at it the way you're working at it and with the degrees that you have and with the, the, the heart that you have. Uh, I, I can see. I can see the, a future there. Now, are you interested in running a record company as well? Oh yeah, definitely. Work and play entertainment is slowly growing into that because not just me as an artist, I also want to bring other artists to the table. I have producers already. When it comes to like live presentations or bands, I have those people already on the ground. So it's it's really morphing into an entertainment record company, but not like the labels that we see. It's more so something that is independent, that's true. And you, you're free to do your work because I don't want you to release five songs in a year and three of them work out, two of them don't. We've wasted two budgets. So I don't want to be that kind of guy. <laughs> you know. So definitely we have that different objective to make sure that the music is timeless. And it, if it takes two years to come out, let it take two years. I'm not going to rush it. I've also waited for a long time. So I'm definitely making sure that it's going to end up being a record label company, but also with, with different parameters so that we can be able to have an in-house marketing in-house branding and it's very easy to work with because people have ideas they just need to execute them and that's why we're here now the record industry from the time when i was young has changed in uh in huge ways with the digital digitization or whatever that word is and and with people um you know stealing stuff for lack of a better term and and guys that are putting out albums and not making a dime because they're being uh, pirated and, and stuff. Is that changing now? Are, are um, musicians getting paid what they deserve to get paid for the work they do? I think it's a different game now because back then you'd have to stay in line to get a CD from the store. And that counts as a unit, that counts as a sale, that counts as a conversion. But now it sounds like there's so much more metrics to it because people depend on the tours, you know, endorsement deals, their streaming platforms, the metrics are so different. Like if you're not a big artist, you may not get the chunk out of that because you don't have the, the viewership, you don't have the followership. So it's very, it's very unsure, but at the same time, the way it's going, it's very independent in the sense that you can blow up tomorrow, you can be on TikTok today and blow up tomorrow. But if you don't have the right strategy to keep that in place, you'll just be another one hit wonder. So that's, that's what I think is the difference. And I don't want to be a one hit wonder. I don't want my team members to be one hit wonders. I want people to just say, hey, you took a while to get here and we appreciate the journey because people love the stories that they tell when it actually relates to them in one way or the other. 
That's I, I agree with you 100. percent That that that's that's vital, uh, because if you if, and if you're not prepared, if you, if you blow up faster than you're prepared to get everything done, then then you can you end up wasting a tremendous amount of of money uh, that you could have made. Uh, because of uh, the platforms or you or whatever it is, it's 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 like uh, in Seattle, which you know is has been a hub of uh, grunge music and and heart and a lot of rock and roll over the years. Yeah. Um, in in the two thousands, it got so bad to where guys would try and to to work in the local clubs like the Crocodile or or some of the more famous uh, venues. Um, even to get booked there, what would happen would be the owner of the venue would come to them and say, all right, I'll book you. And here's 300 tickets, go sell them. And the, the, uh, not only would the artist have to go sell them, but then, then also try and, um, um, perform and, and get all that. And they didn't make any money from it. And, um, so in CDs were, they're hard to they were hard to sell so a lot of guys fell by the wayside because it's it's a tough i admire you it's a tough 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 business it is it is and and definitely with the tenacity of your craft you know some people think oh my song is not doing well on the charts because it's not good it's just the marketing like if i can market to you a, a trash bag and i can market to you uh, a fendi bag i can market to you a toilet paper bag you can literally market anything that you want, but the value behind it and the offer behind it is what counts. So that's definitely what I would say in the industry today, because when people listen to music, they want to know what you're talking about. People can access your lyrics. They can Shazam your music. So if you have the right things to put in place, when somebody sees your music, they should be like, aha, that's what he was trying to say. Oh, I like that punchline. Like give people that element of surprise. Don't just give them a platter of gold and think that they're going to take it. No, they're not. They want to be appreciated. They want to be valued. They want to be thought of. And if you want music to be played and replayed, it has to make sense. It has to be part of your lifestyle. If you're going to work out, you're going to have a playlist to work out. If you don't have the right song, it may not be in that playlist. So you have to understand exactly who your audience is. And that plays a role in your creativity overall especially if you aren't a follower and you're a leader and you're coming up with a new style or uh, a tw twist of the of the current style um it and you you don't a lot of record producers correct me if i'm wrong they want a sure thing they want something they've heard before that has is a certain length that's got a certain beat that's got certain things attached to it so that they have a better shot at being sold but if it's unique and different that can take off and then but it may be hard to get a record deal is that right that's true because now there's competition and we're not sure how long you can keep up you know so those are the two things that people actually have to check out for yeah so it's 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 really really interesting because I, I going back in into the mists of time there were lots of bands including the beatles they they couldn't get capital to even look at them they had to go to a, a secondary um producer called B, vj and they that's the first one that produced one of the that i want to hold your hand which went to number one in america um nobody wanted to look at them um because they were a british band at that time nobody did so you know it's it, it's all a matter of marketing it isn't it? it's getting the right thing out there at the right time the right way and getting the entire package together so that everybody's on the same tune and you can get move it together and that's what you do with your company 
Exactly. We're able to do that and brand you in a way that people can represent yourself. Because when somebody sees your logo and somebody sees your music, when they see your art, they can be able to tell who you are without you talking. And that's that's where the difference falls in. There's a knowing gap, there's a doing gap. If I'm able to know this and I'm able to apply it and I'm able to apply it accordingly, then people can understand where I'm coming from. Because you may not know the full story, but the part of the story that you understood is enough to keep you going. That's that's well said, sir. Well said. Um, I think that uh, you have got, like I said, I think that you've got a lot of potential and you're going to do really well. Hell, you, you've got so many. You, you're doing what uh, I call uh, you've got lots of uh, little pots of gold that are that are out there that you're going to take a little from this one, a little bit from this one. And because uh, uh, you've got lots of streams of income that, that are going to afford you. So and that's the way you have to operate. That's the way you got to do it. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate that. So now, 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 you have to. You do understand though that uh, uh, Tracy and I made a deal that if you get hot, 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 you have to come back and uh, we have to do this again. Will you do that? Oh yeah, most definitely. God willing, I'll definitely be here for sure. <laughs> you'll be, you'll be. You're a lot younger than. Uh, of course, you were in school for ten years, so you're, but you're, you're, you're still a young guy yet. You got lots of time, lots of. <laughs> Lots of times. So uh, what we do here is um, I want to give you an opportunity to talk to my audience and talk to people about what's in your heart and what you believe and uh, take a couple of moments to give us your philosophy of who you are, what is life, and and uh, then we're going to wrap this up with the, your uh, um, song again. Okay. So most definitely I would I would start off by saying that if you don't have faith in anything that you do, if you're not able to pray and become one with yourself, then you're not able to do much because in life, you know, we can definitely get swayed. We can get distracted. Life happens. You get hit with a brick. You get hit with a train. Anything can happen to you. So you have to definitely stay in line with your focus. Know your why. And that's all we talk about in branding. Know your why. When you have a brand and a promise, when you, everybody's a brand, we're all human beings, we're all geniuses. So when you're able to put yourself out there and someone can perceive you as someone that is of relevance, of value, then they have no other choice than to give you value. People say that you have to be dressed in order for, to, for you to be addressed. That's what my mom used to tell me. Dress how you want to be addressed. If you're not addressed the right way, you're not going to send the right message. So be the person that you're able to put yourself out there, be in charge of your craft, if you are good at what you do and your friends are telling you, your parents are telling you, your colleagues are telling you, you have a lot of business people telling you that you're good, then go ahead and do it. You never know who you're going to inspire. If if Denzel Washington didn't inspire, you know, God knows how many people that he's inspired today. Just because if he took that and step and said, no, I don't think so. I'm just going to chill over here and drink my coffee. Today, we don't have the kind of caliber of people that we have today. So you play a role into the society that everybody needs you and you need everybody. So be that person that adds value. When you leave a room, make someone smile. When you get into a clubhouse room, leave value. When you go on a live show, leave something that's of substance. And that way, people are able to recognize you because people forget what you said. People forget what you, 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 you did to them, but people will never forget like how important that life that you changed made an impact positively or negatively so make sure you always leave a positive impact because people understand oh you, you were able to help me with this when i was down i remember you 
you know, I was able to, you know, remember you in the midst of a chaos. You don't remember everybody in the midst of a chaos. You only remember probably one or two people because that's your, those are your close allies. Those are your people that you actually consider as friends. So when you're building yourself up, when you're putting yourself out there, just be confident. You never know who's going to say hello. You know, it was really nice that you spoke about this and now you've changed my life. For me, when somebody tells me thank you, that's way more priceless than anything. If you tell me thank you for changing my life, thank you that you were part of this process. I feel I can sleep. I can go to sleep. I can relax. I can have, you know, some coffee and I can enjoy my day. But if I'm not able to leave that impact, then what am I doing? I'm wasting your time and I don't want to waste anybody's time. So I definitely appreciate all the comments, all the great advice, and I'm still learning. Even though I've had school for about 10 years plus, I'm still learning. We all grow. So as I'm listening to my music and as I'm evolving, take this music and take it in with a grain of salt. Just be understanding that this is a process. This is a journey. If you go to my Flay Beats music channel and you go all the way back to my, my tracks in 2005 and you listen to the, the video today, those are two different people. <laughs> but you will realize that the growth from that is what made this today. So I wouldn't even be here if I didn't take that step the first time. And even something I don't usually tell most people I've talked about on my podcast. And I said it one time that there was a time around 2009, I literally took the whole summer and I was just like making music. The day after I was done, I used to make music with floppy disks. And, you know, I would just in there, you know, Yamaha, PSR 500s, you know, I'll be doing all the good stuff with them. And when I was done, the studio got robbed the next day. And I didn't do music for about a year. And I was so devastated. I was like, nah, this is not for me. But I was like, I'm the same person that picked up the sticks when I was six years old. So let me pick up the sticks now and, you know, get back into it. Let me get back into the studio. And that from then on, I started working with bands. I, I, I played the drums of the West Side Story film. You know, I did a lot of good things that were able to get me to where I am. So I literally took patience. I definitely took a hit, but that was a kind of a wake up call to be like, hey, do you really, really want to do this or do you want to just sit back on the sideline? So that's what really put me up. And I said, hey, let me just keep going. You know, I also made some bands back in college. I did some great stuff with musicians. You know how you have a band, you have a singer, you have a band. We did all that good stuff, but eventually I was like, this is what I want to do. And till today, people are saying that whatever you were doing before is still what you're doing today. And that makes a lot of sense to me because I know what I came here to do. So it's my purpose. I just thank God for the talent. I don't take it for granted because all these drums and all the skills that I have, they're all God given, you know? So I'm just, you know, helping the world and being a better person for a better person in a better way. So before you know it, whatever I'm telling you today could inspire you tomorrow, could inspire your child tomorrow. And this is something that is, is going for a lifetime. So I'm doing this from the bottom of my heart and making music that's good quality music. That's why I take time with it. And for you to see this for the first time, the second time, the third time, I really appreciate you. And it means a lot, it means a lot to me. So any other, any other song you hear from me, any other track you hear from me, just keep in mind that it's all calculated. And at the end of the day, it's something that can be able to you know, bring glory to God and at the same time, help people feel better. You know, we're in a pandemic right now, so much is going on. People are, you know, things are happening. So I'm so careful to make sure that I'm able to do something good that can put a bright smile on someone's day because you never know what people are going through. So if my music makes you happy, I've made a big achievement. <laughs> I've made a big, big plus. And that, that's what makes me happy. So I'll definitely say that it's all about 
giving back and it's all about being the person that is in front of the door that's knocking on the door and actually helping you to solve a problem well said sir well said you thought that out you thought that through that's very good thank you that's a good it's, it's a great way to live it's a great way to live and you can help people all the time and and by doing nothing more than what you love to do and what you're passionate about and that's and that's just awesome that's just awesome so we've been talking with uh flav beats and uh, we're going to play his song as we leave today and i want to thank you very much for being with us today and it's been it's been great fun having you here so uh and we're going to do the we're going to do this again because you're that good and one of these days you're going to have to have me on your podcast that'd be fun definitely you're most welcome thank you for having me here this was an amazing amazing episode an amazing show and i can't wait to be back you will be, and it's it's great fun. So I uh, look forward to it again. Uh, Flav Beats, look him up and uh, and uh, you, you listen to the song. It's really pretty good, I think. So with, with that, we'll see you uh, at 2 o'clock. I'm doing another one of these. So if you want to uh, join me then, you certainly can. So uh, Flav, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. And here is the name of the song again is? No More Believe Me. No More Believe Me. That's what I'm on I don't wanna be a player no more Believe me I don't wanna be a player no more I'm on JFIG That's what I'm on I don't wanna be a player no more I'm, I'm, a, I'm on a degree that I've never been Got a body on my side She's a 10 or 20 Put my problems to the side That's a landslide Only God can keep us Alive. Yeah, one time for the city, two, two times for who with me Three, three times we don't play that civil play, we know they play play Girls just came to slay slay, guys came for that on the red play Shout out Fante, Ray Ray, hold on your protect like Patel Whoa, girl don't lie to me, I can tell Oh, show me what you got, this what you ask for Those dubbies, I'm a chief, a king, I believe, a throne, I perceive, a harvest, I see, I got on my knees and ask God, please. Reading my proverbs and learning 31 ways, staring at people, giving them 31 shades. Stack up every dollar and make some more. I will never live the game halfway through. That's what an achievement, that's what losers do. I'm a winner, that's how it's going. That's what I'm on. I don't wanna be a player no more. Believe me. Put on your protect like Patel. 
Whoa, girl, don't lie to me, I can tell. Oh, show me what you got, this is what you ask for. Put on your protect, like Patel. Whoa, girl, don't lie to me, I can tell. Oh, show me what you got, this is what you ask And thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.